Hello and welcome to the Mount Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Wednesday, October 25th, One Take Wednesday. I'm reading from the New International Version and we're picking up in Matthew chapter 27, beginning in verse 11. This is where Jesus is before Pilate. Meanwhile, Jesus stood before the governor And the governor asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? You have said so, Jesus replied. When he was accused by the chief priest and the elders, he gave no answer. Then Pilate asked him, Don't you hear the testimony they are bringing against you? But Jesus made no reply, not even to a single charge, to the great amazement of the governor. Now it was the governor's custom at the festival to release a prisoner chosen by the crowd. At that time, they had a well-known prisoner who was named Jesus Barabbas. So when the crowd was gathered, Pilate asked them, Which one do you want me to release to you, Jesus Barabbas or Jesus, who is called the Messiah? for he knew it was out of self-interest that they had handed Jesus over to him. While Pilate was sitting on the judge's seat, his wife sent him a message. Don't have anything to do with this innocent man, for I have suffered a great deal today in a dream because of him. But the chief priest and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and to have Jesus executed. Which of the two do you want me to release to you? asked the governor. Barabbas, they answered. What shall I do then with Jesus, who is called the Messiah? Pilate asked. They all answered, Crucify him. Why? What crime has he committed? asked Pilate. But they shouted all the louder, Crucify him. When Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere, but that instead an uproar was starting, he took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd. I am innocent of this man's blood, he said. It is your responsibility. All the people answered, his blood is on us and on our children. Then he released Barabbas to them, but he had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. Before we move on to the Psalms, I just want you to think about how Barabbas is an image for each of us. Because Jesus went to the cross, each of us can be set free from the condemnation that our sin should bring. But because our Lord Jesus took on our sin, we are able to, to have relationship with God, abundant life here on this earth, and eternal life with Him. Because of Jesus' death on the cross, resurrection, we have eternal life. Okay, let's move on over to the Psalms. Today we're in Psalm 58. And on my initial reading of this psalm, it is quite the difficult one. Um, David is speaking very bluntly about what he hopes will happen to his enemies. So I went to some commentary. 
I have a book called Psalms by the Day, and this is what the commentator said. He says, David does not tell us whom he has in mind in the psalm. The Bible often leaves gaps like that so that we can fill them in with our own problems. But he knew what to do. Take it to the Lord. In the psalm, verses 1 through 5 raise problems. Unrighteous rule in 1 and 2 and the problem of original sin infecting wicked rulers in 3 through 5. But after verse 6, the unrighteous ones are leaking away, melting away, their weapons falling to the ground uselessly, gone before you can say, Jack Robinson, the living, raging God has acted because his people asked him to do so. Mind you, the prayer made in verse 6 is vivid. We're going to see that. Practical, resolute, realistic. Dare we pray like that? And then then at the end it says, It is time that we too begin to pray about teeth being broken and fangs drawn. Actually, it was a question. Is it time? The commentator just kind of says that perhaps, you know, we need to be more specific in our prayers and see how destructive wicked people are to the world and to um, God's kingdom coming on this earth. Okay, for the director of music, to the tune of Do Not Destroy, of David, a victim. Do you rulers indeed speak justly? Do you judge people with equity? No, in your heart you devise injustice, and your hands mete out violence on the earth. Even from birth the wicked go astray. From the womb they are wayward, spreading lies. Their venom is like the venom of a snake, like that of a cobra that has stopped its ears, that will not heed the tune of the charmer, however skillful the enchanter may be. Break the teeth in their mouths, O God. Lord, tear out the fangs of those lions. Let them vanish like water that flows away. When they draw the bow, let their arrows fall short. May they be like a slug that melts away at it as it moves along, like a stillborn child that never sees the sun. Before your pots can feel the heat of the thorns, whether they be green or dry, the wicked will be swept away. The righteous will be glad when they are avenged, when they dip their feet in the blood of the wicked. Then people will say, Surely the righteous still are rewarded. Surely there is a God who judges the earth. Will you pray with me? Father, we are reminded in the passage in Matthew that each of us is like Barabbas. Because you were condemned, Lord Jesus, we are set free. We place our faith in you again, reminded of what you have done on our behalf, and grateful. We repent, Lord, continually of our sin, that we transgress your will, that we do things that you tell us not to, and we leave things undone that should be done. Continue to work in our hearts and lives by your Holy Spirit, we pray. And we pray according to the psalm, Lord, that you would defeat 
justice, injustice in our world. That you would defeat those who are seeking to bring havoc in the lands around them because of pride and greed and all of the things that come along with injustice. We pray, Lord, that you would judge them with equity. And we ask, Lord, that you would defeat the evil forces in the world and that we as your people would be able to say, yes, the Lord does judge the earth. While being mindful of the fact that our sin has been judged in Jesus Christ, our Lord, and not to get haughty and think, oh, we're so much better than the people around us. And so we pray for the church around the world today, Lord, in difficult places, Lord, help them to rise up with the light of your life shine upon them. Would you give them the strength that they need to persevere in difficult times? And Lord, in our own lives today, we pray that you would be present with us, that you would help us to be mindful of your spirit's embrace, and that you would help us to be a people who speak words that are joyful, rejoicing in you, that are kind, uh, bringing compassion to the world around us, and words that are true. Remind us of verses that we have memorized along the way, and lead us in paths of righteousness, we pray. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen.